Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the American Football Podcast Laces Out. No guest this week. Gonna hold my hands up straight away and say absolutely my fault. I just didn't have the time to arrange a guest. I apologize to any potential guests. I apologize to you, the listener and or watcher. I I dropped the ball. I'm I'm gonna try and be better. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Share the podcast around. That's the big one, people. Share the podcast around. If you've got an NFL fan in your life, send them this podcast. They'll love you for it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. Recording in progress. Welcome on in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back once again to your weekly dose of American football chatter with myself and your podcast leader, as it were, we're looking there, slurping away on his delicious cold beverage. It is, of course, Mr. Andrew Cook. How are we, sir? Um... Slowly and steadily becoming more caffeinated as we speak. It's a terrible idea at this time of day. I mean, at some point, you would imagine that the business model has to be that some form of sponsorship deal is coming with a caffeine-based dispensary. Honestly, the fact that it hasn't at this point, I mean, something's gone wrong somewhere in my life that's for sure um i you know i can i you know i have to turn the cup round because i don't want to show favor but i'm happy to turn it the other way let's say let's just say that and leave it there it's either delicious or disgusting you decide well i mean it looks it looks lovely so i'll, I'll give you that so the eagle-eyed amongst you that are watching on the, on the YouTube will have noticed that it's just myself and Mr. Cook. Therefore, sadly, no guest this week. Therefore, no guest means no guest season-long predictions. Uh, we do have guest predictions for Week Five's game picks. We'll get to those in all due uh, in all in all good time, though. So we'll open up by going through Week Four's game picks. So obviously, myself <coughs> and Andy. As usual, stepped up to the plate, gave our picks for game four, uh, game week four. Stuart Woodbancy was last week's guest and provided his selections. Um, wasn't the best week for Mr. Woodbancy, sadly, as he came third with 10 out of 16 selections, correct? Still not I, very, very... Um, t- ten out, at the end of the day, if, if somebody's like, oh, they got 10 out of 16. If, if somebody got 8 out of 16, I'd be like, that is perfectly acceptable. At the end of the day, there are two teams involved. It's going to go it's going to go one way or the other, and a lot of games go not the way you think. So, 10 out of 16, Absolutely. perfectly acceptable. So, 10 out of 16 selections correct for Mr. Woodbansy. He was let down by the Falcons not beating the Jags at Wembley. Mm. The Bears not beating the Broncos in Chicago, but then again, they had their chances. Mm. Um, 
the Steelers not beating the Texans in Houston. I think a few people were surprised by that outcome. The Colts not beating the Rams in Indy. Uh, the Bengals not beating the Titans in Tennessee. And the Giants not beating the Seahawks at home. Mm. Disappointing stuff across the board. So 10 out of 16 points. Third place for Mr. Woodmanty. Finishing second with 11 out of 16 selections correct was myself. Uh, unfortunately, I was let down by the Browns at home to the Ravens, the Steelers at the Texans, the Saints at home to the Bucks, the Bengals away at the Titans, and the Giants at home to the Seahawks, sadly. Um, so, which means winning the week with 13 of 16 selections correct. Well played, Mr. Cook. Yeah. A point for your good self. Yeah. The people that let you down were the Steelers at the Texans, mm. the Saints at home to the Bucks, and the mm. Bengals at the Titans. Every other every other prediction, uh, prediction you made was uh, spot on the money. So for the week, sorry for the for the season overall, I am still yet to score from a uh, predictions perspective. You've moved on to one and a half points, and the guest still leading the pack with two and a half points. This isn't this um, isn't a a low low key me rubbing it in at all. I'm surprised that you are still to get off the mark on that one. Uh, I had a very poor week one, and uh, in the intervening weeks, I've been pipped by one point until uh, this week. So last, uh, last... it was. It was Last it was very much riding. Was, I think you it was won very much last riding season on by like week fourteen or something. Yeah, our it, it was basically down to the Giant Seahawks game as to whether we were gonna you were gonna win or we were gonna tie with um, 12, 12 out of sixteen. Um, but sadly, didn't go my way. So uh, I'm picked up the win. I'm sure I've got a point coming at some point. Um, <clears throat> but I know what everyone's here to here to, to listen to, and it is of course the side bet pickup. So obviously going into last week, I had an absolute shocker, uh, and only got one point from my four, whereas Andy had got all four correct, tying us on eight each for the season through three weeks. Um, so that would have been eight out of twelve correct. So week four's selections, Andy. Started with the Chiefs at the Jets, correct. The Eagles at home to the Commanders, correct. And the Cowboys at home to the Patriots, correct. Sadly, his last selection of the Bengals at the Titans let him down somewhat. So just three correct for Mr. Cook there. Moving him on to 11 points for the side bet for the season. My three, uh, my four teams were the 49ers at home to the Cardinals, the Vikings away at the Panthers, the Jaguars at home to the Falcons. Of course, that game was played in the UK. That's three out of four for me. I also sadly had the Steelers away at the Houston Texans. So, not the best there. I I also fell at the last hurdle for a, a, a perfect four from four, sadly. So I also have 11 points from a possible 16. I'm not going to lie, last season's side bet, 
honestly, it became the action for me. It was, it was, it was bringing me back week in week out. I hope, I hope it was the same for the listeners slash watchers. This season's it, the scripts flipped. That's probably a mute subject. Uh, talking about the subject we're talking about, and now it's just who can who can get that extra point to pull ever so slightly ahead. It is exciting. Ooh, I was watching the um, <laughs> I was watching the uh, the Vikings Panthers when the uh, when the Panthers were absolutely humping the Vikings at the start going. That's going to upset one of the picks, for sure. Uh, but yes, it all, all came out in the wash in the end. Certainly did. So, that's your week four selections and side bet done. All that's left is to go through the stats, which uh, are, uh, this week, are they, are they provided by the same usual uh, usual people? Certainly are. What, what surprised me, I'm not. I'm not throwing any shade here, but um, often screeching in sideways at the 11th hour, at the witching hour. Um, not this week. Stats mistress, 19 minutes past 12 in in the inbox. In the inbox. Week 4 NFL stats for the 2023 season brought to us by the stats mistress brought to her by Nate Davies of USA Today, there are plenty, and I think I've I think I've done myself uh, I've done myself wrong in here because uh, stat number four is a long one, and it's one of mine. So uh, enjoy listening to me read badly for a, a, a healthy stat. Anyway, let's get on with it. With number one, number one is this. A warm welcome back to Buffalo Bills, Damar Hamlin, who played in his first regular season game since his terrifying cardiac episode in Cincinnati in January. He didn't register in the box score, mostly playing special teams in Sunday's win over the Miami Dolphins, but great to see him back in action. Absolutely. Number two, number two's a doozy. Who's the league's best team? The Philadelphia Eagles are 4-0 for the second straight season after surviving the Washington Commanders 34-31 in overtime. Philly quarterback Jalen Hurts improved to 21-1 over his past 22 regular season starts. Going back to the 2021 season. Number three. A strong case for the Bills, who are 3-1, and one, who moved into first place in the AFC East by embarrassing the previously unbeaten Dolphins 48-20 in what had been a highly anticipated matchup. Strap yourselves in, kids. It's stat number four, and here we go. Miami rookie running back Devon Kane had another big day, notching a pair of touchdowns a week after posting four. He becomes the fourth player in league history with six touchdowns in his first three career games, and the fourth rookie since the 1970 
AFL-NFL merger with six over a two-game span. 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey is starting to put together an MVP dossier as his career-best four-touchdown performance extending his streak of games, playoffs included, finding the end zone to 13, breaking Hall of Famer Jerry Rice's team record. McCaffrey also has 171 yards from scrimmage in San Francisco's 35-16 beatdown of the Arizona Cardinals. I'm now feeling that that was maybe two stats merged. Who knows? Number five. Who's the league's worst team? The Carolina Panthers fell to 0-4, pretty much handing the error-prone Minnesota Vikings their first victory thanks to a crucial strip sack. The Vikes returned rookie quarterback Bryce Young's fumble for the go-ahead touchdown in the third quarter. And another lifeless offensive performance, 232 yards. Uh, and my sixth and final stat is, is this. But the correct answer is the Chicago Bears, who dropped to 0-4 and extended their franchise's worst losing streak to 14 games. Sunday was ugly. Chicago gave up 24 unanswered second-half points in its 31-28 loss to the Denver Broncos, who notched their first win under head coach Sean Payton. That is my selection of stats for this week. I hand you over to my glamorous co-host for his. Thank you very much. And that's my, uh, my stat league done. Oh, my first stat, sorry, Lee Young, from the Chicago Bears-related uh, post. During the Super Bowl era, since 1966, for those that weren't keeping count, 164 teams have started the season 0-4. Only one of those 164 teams has ever reached the postseason. <laughs> it's safe to say that we won't be seeing Chicago or Carolina in January for too long. New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick's first attempt to win his 300th regular season game ended with the worst loss of his head coaching career. The Dallas Cowboys romping to a 38-3 victory. Not the Texas homecoming that the Pats running back Ezekiel Elliott wanted either. They, uh, they did show a video of him, uh, I believe they showed a clip of the video package that they put on for him prior to the ma- uh, prior to the game starting. You can yes. see he got a little bit, a little bit emotional. I, 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 I kind of feel that was a bit of one of these. It was a bit like, let's just get in his head just before kick-off. I imagine, I, I imagine it's potentially a bit of both. I think obviously he was, he was decent whilst he was there, but... You know, I, I don't think he ever he never won a championship with him. He never really sort of I think he got a couple of rushing titles. That's about it. Maybe a little bit overkill for him. Prematurely anointed offensive rookie of the year has to be Los Angeles Rams wide receiver Puka Nakua, who scored his first NFL touchdown on Sunday 
A 22-yard catch and run from hobbled QB Matthew Stafford in overtime for Savage's 29-23 win for the Rams at Indianapolis. The Chiefs-Jets game. Did you notice that one of the owners of AFC Wrexham, or Wrexham AFC, as they are actually known, the Welsh football soccer equivalent of the Jets showed up? Anyway, Mahomes tossed his 200th career touchdown pass, becoming the fastest player to ever hit that milestone, doing so in just 84 games. I, That's what? I did. Two and a bit again? I did see that because somebody had put a video up saying, yeah, never mind Taylor Swift turning up. She was followed in by Deadpool and Wolverine because directly <laughs> behind her was Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. And people are like, oh, Taylor Swift. So it's like, yes, let's talk about the important people, though, shall we? <laughs> oh, Defensive player of the week. Hand it to Los Angeles Chargers offensive linebacker, uh, outside linebacker Khalil Mack, who had the sixth game with at least six sacks since it became an official statistic in 1982. Mack also joined Hall of Famer Derek Thomas as the only player with multiple games of at least five QB takedowns. That is mental. That six is sacks bonk. in one game. That is mental. Outrageous. <laughs> Toughest player of the week? Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert, who threw a 51-yard completion to secure Sunday's 24-17 win over the Raiders, despite playing the last stage of the game with his non-throwing hand heavily wrapped and his middle finger splinted after he was hurt near the end of the third quarter during the run-back of an interception and throw. That's pretty hardcore. Obviously, a little, uh, little side props have to go to Matthew Stafford uh, for pretty much completing the game on what sounded like one hit at one point. Crazy. And my final stat of the week, not just mine, our final stat of the week, a week after losing to the Browns 27-3, the Tennessee Titans beat the Cincinnati Bengals 27-3. Since his 1-3 start is the worst of the Joe Burrow era, which began in 2020, he's been on the losing end of his first October start each of the past three seasons. Slightly worrying times. For the Bengals, we actually discussed this uh, in our little group chat outside of uh, outside of the podcast, where obviously he got the he got the calf injury, I believe, um, in the in the off season, and yeah. seen at times that maybe the Bengals haven't quite latched on to how serious that was. When you are about to sign the biggest quarterback contract in NFL history, you probably have a tendency to play down any injuries. You know, they're like, how are you feeling? You're feeling good? You're feeling healthy? Oh, absolutely. Sign on the dotted line. I imagine that, that it's not solely down to him. I imagine there's a lot of um, health support staff involved who are like, look, you may not be 100%, but you are probably 90%, and 90% is probably better than... 16 teams in the NFL we can do the maths here and then get you to this point by that point you'll be fully 100% fit and healthy don't worry it's all fine it just seems to have fallen in a particular way where that may not be the case um <clears throat> I know I've been particularly 
um, I, I, I suppose the best way to put it is negative about this situation. Um, I had a, a few ideas around what Cincinnati could maybe be doing about the situation. I... I, I personally think it's a bad look and I think that, that maybe taking a couple a couple of early loss games to then come back and win pretty much every game from that point on would surely look better than turning it week in, week out and just putting putting an L in the column. It, 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 it's a little baffling to me. As we showed in our stats, they are one game away from essentially not seeing the playoffs at this point, and not great. That's a bad to me. That's a bad look. Um, I hope. I hope. I hope they can turn around. Uh, when do the bye weeks kick in? Well, it's funny you should mention that, Andrew. As uh, we've got week, uh, we've got week four out of the way, so we'll we'll swiftly move on to week five, and the uh, the buys actually kick in. This week, so I mean, uh, there are four teams on by, so there's just fourteen games to select this week. I own, uh, I know that the Buccaneers and the Chargers are two of the teams. I believe the Browns is another, and I can't think what the fourth is. So I'm just going to double check it here. Yeah, Chargers, Buccaneers, Browns, Seahawks. Are uh, the four teams that are on by this week? Something, so they're the four teams. They're the four teams that are now cursing their uh, their misfortune. As if they do make the postseason, they will be the most knackered team. In something the world. that I did want to just mention very briefly was the Seahawks, because I feel that they are maybe going a little bit under the radar. Because are they are they three and one? I believe they've only lost against the Niners so far this season. Which seems like no pretty, shame in that. Seems like a pretty good run to me so far. And like I say, I think I think they're just kind of keeping quiet and hope hope nobody notices. Um, so yes, just a just a quick mention of the uh, of the Seahawks. I will say I would mind, Mister Cook. That's 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 the best way to be. So, 14 games. As we discussed at the start of the podcast, no guests this week. In an in a visual sense. Obviously, in the weeks where we uh, where we are missing uh, a guest, we try our best to, to pull in a set of guest predictions and uh, and I did I did what what any any sort of panicking uh, self-righteous podcaster does and uh, begged, begged my wife to uh, step in and uh, Take one for the team, so to speak. <laughs> no, not, not enjoying that phrase. I'm not sure how comfortable I am with that sentence. Um, <laughs> maybe in editing, I can I can mix it around to make it sound a little better. But phew. well, that's uh, that's that's neither here nor there. So uh, yes, Mrs. Williams has kindly stepped in and provided us with some guest predictions for the week. Which we will go through now. So the, uh, the 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 first game of the week is the Thursday night football, which sees the moribund Chicago Bears taking on the somewhat some would say surprising Washington Commanders. Absolutely, um, no no surprises here. We've all taken the Commanders to get the win. 
on that one. Next up, we move to the Sunday slate of games, and once again, we have a UK game as the, the first game of the day. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars playing their second game in the space of two weeks in the UK. However, this one, they are officially playing as a road team for the first time in, in their UK history. They'll be taking on the Bills, with the Bills as the designated home side at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Myself and Andy have picked the Bills to get the win here, where Amy has taken the Jaguars to, uh, to sort of pay, take, take the victory with somewhat of home field advantage as the, the kind of one of the mainstay teams for the UK games. Not going to lie, I, uh, I, I, I wish I was going to this game. I reckon this game could has the, has the potential to be an absolute banger. I think it's the best of it, it's it's the best of the three UK games that are slated for this season. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it should be should be decent. Next up, we move to the six PM slot of games. Where we've got the Texans taking on the Falcons in Atlanta. I am the only one who's taken the Falcons on this one. Both Andy and Amy are back in the Texans, which I thought was a little bit odd. Might just be me. Might just be recency bias on the on the on the on the on the behalf of the Texans. I mean, the Falcons haven't exactly been great, but um, I, I don't know. Stranger things have happened. Let's put it that way. Uh, next up, we've got a couple of we've got well, we've got three clean sweeps in a row. We've all taken the Lions to beat the Panthers in Detroit, the Titans to take care of business against the Colts in Indianapolis, and the Dolphins to beat the. Uh, Floundering Giants in Miami. The Saints take on the Patriots in New England. Andy and Amy have backed the Saints to get the win there. I've gone with the Patriots to bounce back and get Mr. Belichick his 300 regular season victory. Uh, we've all taken the Baltimore Ravens to get the, to get the business done against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Um, myself and Andy are back in the Bengals to take care of business against the Cardinals, whereas Amy thinks the Cardinals might get the win on that one. We've all taken the Eagles to beat the Rams in Los Angeles. Uh, myself and Andy fancy the Jets after that promising performance against the Chiefs yep. to be able to have enough uh, to beat the Broncos in Denver, whereas Amy thinks the Broncos will make home field advantage count there. Um... Next up, we've got Chiefs at Vikings. Myself and Andy taking the Chiefs. Amy's gone for a bit of a punt with this one, and she's taken the Vikings to get the win. Again, stranger things have happened. Could be one of those games where the Vikings just have everything click, and you never know what could happen. The Sunday Night Football sees the Cowboys take on the 49ers in a repeat of, I believe, the last two um, post-season matchups where the Cowboys have managed to get themselves into the post-season and uh, come up against the 49ers. Um, myself and Andy think the 49ers will probably prevail in this one. Amy has taken the Cowboys. Outside of the Jaguars-Bills game, absolutely nailed on to be game of the week for me. Yeah. Unless, the, unless the 49ers just kind of get ahead early and by a lot, in which case I could see him running away with it. I will. I will never. I don't think I will ever put anybody up against the cow against a good Cowboys defense. 
Where, whatever that, that you can true. say about the Cowboys, they can put together a good defence year in, year out. True. I think, um, obviously, Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs being out for the rest of the season is a massive blow for him. Yeah. Um, and, obviously, the Niners' defence is just stacked. Um, we'll see. The, ter- the turnover battle will, be, will dictate that game, I think, yeah. at the end of the day. And, finishing up the slate, we have... The Green Bay Packers travelling to the desert to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. We've all taken the pack to get the win on that one. Kind of a bit of a meh Monday night football game, really. Not an awful lot of uh, interest in it for me personally. Yeah, Uh, you've you've got that issue that the Packers just aren't quite clicking. Like, very much a situation that when they're good, they're good, and when they're not, they're just... Uh... Although, although, to be fair, Jordan Love started pretty decent, and it would be it would be outrageous to think that for the third for the third straight quarterback that they've drafted, well, not drafted, because I know they didn't draft out um, Brett Favre, but for the third straight starting quarterback that they've got an absolute superstar, which is just outrageous to think about, but it could be. It could that, that could be what's on the on the cards. Uh, so you have joke. That is uh, myself, Andy, and this week's guest, Mrs. Williams. Those are our game week five selections. All that's left to do is for me and Andy to make our side bet picks. Of course, we can't just do those off the cuff. We need to uh, take a moment, compose ourselves, really, really dig into the. The meat and potatoes, as it were. I need to sense the myself. That are being played. I need and to then light make, some incense. I and then to, make designated yeah. selections. So we're going to step away momentarily. You won't need to do anything, as it will just come straight up in your feed. So don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Recording in progress. Yes, indeed. We're back. So... All that was left was for myself and Mr. Cook to pick up our four side bet predictions for this week. Slightly more difficult as there's only two games less for us to choose from than normal. I'm I'm pretty sure we'll still make it work, though. Mm -hmm. Um, Going into week four, uh, obviously, Andy had drawn level with me, which meant that it was my turn to pick first. Um, As the scores remain level... It is up to me as to whether I will pick first or put Andy into bat. Um, So, I will actually take the first selection this time. So, I will open with the first game of the week. And I will take the Washington Commanders to beat the Chicago Bears. A please and thank you. Which means, Mr. Cook... You have the honour and privilege of selecting two games back to back. So I've got one on my screen that is, it, in some ways, it's an obvious choice. But I keep looking at it going, maybe not falling at the first hurdle would be good. <laughs> However, I will take the Buffalo Bills to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, I do still think that we'll win, obviously having picked them, 
in the uh, in the in the week five game slot. But like you said, that that, that game should be tasty, and yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if the Jags keep it close. The thing, the thing that I'm thinking is presumably if the Jags are playing two weeks in the UK, they're not flying there and back, there and back. Presumably they're in the UK and will have been for that extra time. They'll have had more time to like acclimatise, more time to get through any jet lag, more time to get used to the weather and all that sort of stuff. They will be more accustomed to being in this country. Presumably the Bills will fly in at some point this week. I, I, would, I would imagine they're already here. Yeah. I imagine they they probably finished the game on Sunday, had the night at home, and flew yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that makes more more sense. Um, I think that could that could be the edge that the Jags use need whatever you want to say. But I do think the Bills will come away with the win. Yeah, obviously it might not have it might not have a massive effect on it as well, but. The Jags have never played at Tottenham, as far as I'm aware. No, because I usually go to Wembley. So I think will yeah, that I mean, have an effect on it? Maybe. Don't know. Who knows? Your second team, my good man. A second pick, in some ways, you might say, is slightly more obvious. I'll take the Detroit Lions to pin another loss. On the Carolina Panthers. It's not where I would have gone as my second pick. Because you're going to go for the Dolphins. I would have had in my four. Um, I um, will jump right in there. Then in my second pick, I will take the Miami Dolphins to bounce back at home to the New York Giants. I think it's one of those ones where the Dolphins are not a terrible team. They just came up against an absolute juggernaut in the Bills. Um, and my third pick... Ooh, what do I want? Who's at home that looks tasty? Not seen an awful lot of home teams that look that good. Sadly. I have to go for a road team and just pray that they um, that they do the business. I mean, there's a couple there that look like they're not, not the easiest of games. Um, this is captivating uh, podcasting, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think uh, like it builds the tension. The worst thing is, is that after this, I've, got, I've still got to pick a fourth game. Mm. So I'm struggling to pick third. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at the choices going, you're going to make my choice for me, which makes my choice real easy. But you've still got another pick to make. <laughs> I'm like, oh hate to be you right now. I'll go... I'll go for the Falcons to beat the Texans. Honestly, I did not think that was where you were going. You have not made my you know what? easier. You know what? 
I don't think it was where I was going either. <laughs> and yet, here we are. <laughs> uh, right, your last two, please. Last two? Last two. I'll take the Baltimore Ravens to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ravens. Yeah. I'll take the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Los Angeles Rams. Not going to lie. Looked at both of them. Kind of liked both of them. Turned them down. Yeah, and honestly... Looking further down the list I've got here, because I know our lists are often a little bit out of sync, there is potentially one other game that I would have definitely considered. Um, but there are some some doozies in there. Yeah, for my last one, I'm just going to jump in and do it. I'm going to take the Patriots against really? the Saints. Couple of reasons. Apparently, so going into week four, there was talk that Derek Carr wasn't even going to play for the Saints, and he did. And obviously, they got beat against the Bucks. Yeah. So I think if there's still lingering sort of doubts or concerns over his fitness, there's a possibility that he doesn't play that game. And. Patriots who come back off a loss, I, I feel like they might have enough to sort of get themselves over the line. In, so, in some way, I would I, I feel like I like to picture somebody right now sitting at home or in you know in the office or in their car screaming, "How the hell did you leave the Kansas City Chiefs on the on the bench?" Because uh, the the numbers I, I can give you the numbers for that game um, from it's, it's that it's the it's that sneaky Kirk little bastard yeah I I, I tell to... you this much I absolutely was not going anywhere near that game because that's the one that we, if you were on for a clean sweep that's the one that shafted you as the last game um, the numbers for that game are ninety one percent of people have picked the Kansas City Chiefs. That is potentially nine wow. percent of people going, ah So there you go. Strange, strange, strange. So to clarify, Andy's selections in this one are the Bills, technically at home for the Jags, but it's in the UK. The Lions at home for the Carolina Panthers. The Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Eagles at the LA Rams. Mine are the Commanders at home to the Bears. The Dolphins at home to the Giants. The Falcons at home to the Texans. And the Patriots at home to the Saints. The book is closed, ladies and gentlemen. The week... Well, I say the week is over. The, The podcast for this week is over. Unless Mr. Cook has anything else, he'd like to bring it to the table. Uh, I mean, there were points where I was like, 
<coughs> do we talk about the controversy from the Chiefs Jets game? Um, do we talk about some of the controversy that's come off the back of a particular interview that was done after that game? Do we talk about um, th some of the memes that have been generated this week? I like a nice meme every now and then, and especially if it's one that leans into something that I'm interested in. Um, so, um, yeah, I particularly liked a particular uh, a, a jersey-swapping meme that surfaced after the, the Chiefs game. Um, but... One thing I will say, I, I think I'll, I'll leave it with this. Something I've been thinking a lot recently is, obviously, we, we had a, fu a fun old time leaning into the whole, oh, it's all scripted. Um, and if you look at the NBA as a, as a sport in franchise... I don't think anybody's under any illusion that you know there's there's some uh, there's some shenanigans going on in the old NBA that that leads the the season in a certain direction. Um, <clears throat> there have been two standout things so far in this NFL season, which you know certainly beg questions. I think, um, and if I'm honest. It's not a feeling I'm enjoying. It's not a thing that I'm like super psyched about, super excited about week in, week out. It has started feeling a little bit now like, what's it going to be this week? I know from a player versus ref perspective, there is always that. The player works on the principle that the ref is wrong. The ref works on the principle that it's their job to be right. When you look at replays and slow motions and things like that, 95% of the time, the ref calls it right. It's just, <clears throat> it feels quite early in the season to be questioning those things. I know there was certain questions at the end of last season. There were certain questions at the end of the season before playoff time where decisions literally decided the outcome of games. I don't know, you know, I'm a man of love's conspiracy. End of the day, maybe maybe a little too much. So don't don't listen to anything I have to say. Um, but no, there's nothing else from me. So there we go. In that case, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, once again for joining us to uh, go through the uh, as as it turns out this week murky depths of the uh, of the world of the NFL. Join us again next week where. Fingers crossed we might even have a guest to go through the uh, the details of the games with you. Um, but until then, you keep yourselves uh, safe and sound. We'll see you again in around seven days' time. Until then, tatty bye! So there we go, what do you think to that? Another one done, another one gone. Big thank you for joining us, big thank you for listening, watching, being here, being a part of it. Uh, if you want to be a bigger part of it, before you go, you can click the like Click the share button and share the podcast round. Subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. Leave us a review. That's a good one. Leave a review. And uh, check out the website, cookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button. And that way you can get in touch with us. Who do you think is going to win this week? Who do you think has got the better picks of the side bet? Let us know. That's it for this one. 
Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. This has been another episode of Cookie Cast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe.